Well, we're on a series on Advent, and hopefully you've downloaded our Advent uh, devotional, and it's, it's a great devotional. Um, our family will go through it tonight and then and, 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 uh, individually all throughout the week, and so I want to encourage you to, to download that. If you need a hard copy like this because you just don't know how to download it, that's fine, or to get it online, uh, we, we do have hard copies, and uh, so make sure you uh, just get one and be a part of it because, you know, the story of Christmas is a story of waiting, is a story of anticipating. Jesus has come, right? He has been born. It's, it's bring, he's bringing hope, right, to a world that needs hope, to a, to a world that, that is hopeless. You know, he has brought hope, and it's, a, and it's about dreaming about what God is going to do, and also about receiving what Jesus has for us. And um, and a lot of times at Christmas time, we, we get into a place where we're just su- such in a rush. Um, and we get in this rush and we don't realize what it's all about. This world does a great job of taking our focus on what's real, right? And, I, and I'm not saying that you can't have Christmas trees and you can't, you can't, you can't uh, you know, celebrate and, and buy gifts. Buy as many gifts you want for me as you want to, okay? But, um, but no, don't, don't do that. But just... The whole thing is, is that we get caught up in a lot of things. And when a time is supposed to be so peaceful, right? He is the, what, the prince of peace, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking about the time when he was born. And we, we think it was such a great, we, ha, we, we have all these nativity scenes and they're great. And, and encourage you to buy some for the Christians in, in, uh, in Palestine. But um, they're, they're, they look so sweet and surreal and a happy time, but it probably wasn't a really happy time during that time. Just think about it. You have, you have number one, they have to go pay taxes. That's never a happy time. No. Right? I don't know about you. It's not happy um, come April 15th. I mean, it's not a happy time. I don't, I don't rejoice in it and uh, probably should, but I don't. And so they have to go pay taxes, um, and so they're going back home. There's no room. There's no place for them to stay. And there's a lot of things that's going on during that time. It's not an easy time. In Luke chapter 2, verse 6, it says this, While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And so we're thinking of this family, and they're going through a lot they're traveling. I mean, they have. Uh, um, just think about Joseph putting his pregnant wife on a donkey for miles and miles and miles. I mean, I mean, he is hearing it for a long time, right? <laughs> he's never going to make up for that one. And then you know, he's they're traveling, and 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 a lot of people around them think this is a illegitimate pregnancy. And so there's a lot going through this night. And I think about of it, I mean, we think about how peaceful it, it, we thought it was, but it really wasn't as peaceful as you think it is. And a lot of times is what we're going through today is that we, it's not such a peaceful time. And there's a lot of worry, isn't it? I mean, I know women and men during this time worry about a couple of different things. Women worry about, did I get enough presents for everybody? Is everybody going to be happy? Am I, am I not missing anything? And, and men, they worry about two different things. How am I going to pay for it all? And when are all these family members going to leave? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what it is, right? But there's a lot of worry. And I was thinking about during worship today, 
Um, God hasn't caused you, caused, called you to worry. Amen. The world brings it. And wants you to worry and wants you to get out of, out of place and, and, uh, and, to, and not just to really live at peace. In Luke 21, 34, it says, Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with dispensation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of this life. And that day will close on you unexpectedly like a trap. Amen. Worry is a trap. And the enemy wants you to, to get into this, all this fuss and this hustle and, and, and to forget about the Prince of Peace. Yeah. See, Jesus is called the Prince of Peace because that's who he is. That's what he brings. His rule in our lives brings peace. And when we are lacking peace, that means we have stepped outside of his rule. We've stepped outside of his order. We've stepped outside of his will. And it's not that God has moved and he's, he's not causing you to, to, have, to, be, to worry and to be in stress. He's called you to have peace. And, uh, and I know there's a lot of other things going on. This, this, this world, and if you just get the focus on what's going on in this world, it's so easy to lose your peace. And... Uh, and here, and, and worry comes in from a number of different ways. And worry comes in, it sets in when your circumstances are uncontrollable. Yes. And there's a lot of uncontrollable circumstances going on. Much of life is out of our control. I mean, you're on an airplane and there's a baby crying. That's out of your control. And it causes other things. There's, uh, you're stuck in traffic. I hate being stuck in traffic. Don't like it at all. You know, relationships kind of go sour. You know, someone's hurt you. You know, when things are out of control, we get frustrated and we lose our peace of mind. When people are unbearable, and at this time of the year, it can be like that, especially if you've gone shopping on Black Friday. People are unbearable. Uh, you know, life would be great if all these people would just listen to you, right? <laughs> and do what you say. And you make these great plans and people will not cooperate. And so sometimes people make that happen, make you worry. You know, your kids, they, they don't want to take pictures. They don't want to dress the way you want them to do in this time. And your husband doesn't either. Anyway, he doesn't like taking pictures. And so it just brings a lot of stress. And then, but when problems are unexplainable. And sometimes we have problems in our life that we can't explain. And there's this whole unexplainable part of life when things don't turn out right and things don't go the way you want them to. And they become, they put stress on our lives and they cause us to worry. So Isaiah 9, 6, when it talks about, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government or his dominion will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. A lot of times we don't realize that's what he really is. And that's what he really wants to bring in our lives. Because we begin to lose focus. When we make Jesus the Lord of our lives. All of this comes. He becomes that father. That relational. Someone to hold you. Someone to comfort you. He becomes that counselor to give you wisdom in the time of need that you need it in. His government, his dominion, he has dominion. You can put your full trust in him because he has everything that we need and he's a mighty God. He's that hero that you need, you know? 
Remember that 80s song? I need a hero. You know that? <laughs> That's been coming up, you know. And, but he's also the prince of peace. Where he brings in peace that surpasses all understanding. That word peace, that word shalom means nothing missing, nothing broken. That means you can go through the stuff of this world and still be peaceful and not worried. And there's five things that that Christmas, and I don't have a lot of time in this, so I want to go through this. But there's five things that Christmas brings, that Jesus brought to the earth that is going to help relieve our worry. It's going to bring us peace. And we need to have these inside of us. We need to get these because these are something that that, um, can help us live this life right now and not be in a state of worry, in a state of panic, in a state of hurt. Because this is what happens. When worry sets in, and the word fear, because that's what worry is, right? Yeah. It starts to harden our hearts. Amen. It starts to come inside of us where we get cynical, right? Yep. And we start complaining and we start losing hope and we lose faith. And we don't put our trust in the Lord any longer. We put our trust in things which continually fails us and it hardens our heart more and more and more. And so we need to receive all that Jesus is. Advent, it's about that. It's about slowing down and looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, to receive from him all that he's brought to us, and he's got some things for us. This, this time, this right now, that we need to receive, and we need to get out all that other junk and receive fully who the king of kings is, who he wants to be in our lives, and what he, he's bringing us. And so the, the first thing that he brings us, he brings us because of his life on this earth and his death on the cross and his resurrection, he brings us a pardon. We need to learn to accept God's pardon. And here's the reason why. It's not that so you can just have forgiveness and that you can go to heaven, but that it, because one of the things that psychologists tells us that causes stress in our life is guilt. Guilt that I'm not doing enough, right? Guilt causes stress. And Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's nothing more peaceful than realizing not only do I have a clean slate, that I am righteous, that God looks at me and is happy, but he also sees me as a son. He sees me as a son of God. He sees you as a daughter of God. He sees you not not as some sinner, not as some lonely worm. He sees you in something greater that he's justified you through Jesus Christ. And to realize that and you accept the pardon that God has for you. That is not just about forgiveness. It's about identity. That I'm a forgiven man of God. I'm a forgiven son of God. And I'm not falling short. That God loves me. And he's poured out his life for me. And he is there for me. And he's causing me to win. Always to cause me to triumph in Christ Jesus, Paul says. 
Micah 7 8, I love the 18, verse 18 says, Who is God like you who pardons sins and forgives? And then he goes on and he says, And you do not stay angry for, uh, forever, but listen to this, but delight to show mercy. Amen. He delights. God is eager. That's the best part of his day to show you mercy and to give you grace, that enablement to do what you need to do and be who you need to be today. Total forgiveness completely clean that's the peace of mind because what the enemy comes to do and why you're worrying why you're in stress is because you you think you're not good enough you think you're a failure you didn't get everybody what they wanted for christmas and it's okay parents to do that but you are a child of god you are a son and daughter of god and he loves you, and he poured out his life for you. And when you realize and you accept fully that pardon, your past is the past, and there's some bright future ahead of you. Amen? God has a plan and a future for you, so you need to accept God's pardon. The second thing that Jesus brings is, you, is his presence. The veil was torn in two when Jesus died on the cross, right? And you recognize his presence, and it's hard to explain because you need to experience it. There's a tangible presence of God that gives us a new perspective. Yes. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep us in perfect peace, him whose mind is steadfast, because they trust in you. Peace is a mindset. But you can't get it through secular meditation. You can't get it through any way else. Trust me. Ask Google what makes you have peace of mind. And guess what's going to come up? You know what's going to come up? Perfume. It's going to come up. You know what else is going to come up? Plumber's warranty. Trust me, I did this this week. That's, that's what a home warranty is going to come up. Make sure your toilet's flushing okay. The, the stuff is okay. You know what else is going to come up? Nothing about prayer. Nothing about changing your life. What to get your wife for Christmas is going to come up right now. What to get your spouse for Christmas is going to come out. And the thing about it is that God wants us to come into this peace, but you've got to accept your, the pardon and realize your identity, but you've got to recognize his presence it comes to focusing on what God says about you and what he says he will do in you and through you, through prayer, through worship, through reading his word. And we, we harp on this a lot because that's what brings peace. Don't run to Google. You're not going to find the answer. You run to him. Get into his presence and just worship him. The simple stance in the midst of a trial or hardship of worshiping him and looking towards him and saying, God, I need you. That becomes our strength. You begin to acknowledge his power and his authority and his ability when you begin to exalt him. That's why Paul says in Romans 8, 6, the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. It's definitely the battle of the mind. So we, we need to create the atmosphere in our lives, in your car, in your home, Wherever you're at, an atmosphere of the, where the presence of God is welcome, is invited, is recognized. Amen. 
I need to get out of my sorrow and I need to rise up to where God is because that's where you're going to get a new perspective on things. And it's so true. And a lot of us, we don't do it perfectly, but just get there. Amen? Just get to that place. I mean, I, I, I go through all the stuff that I go through. It's not probably any different than any of you. You go through the same things. But I go through them and I worry and I begin to th- just think and harp on those things over and over and over again. And then some, and this little voice inside of me, hey, can you just stop yes. and worship me? And I know that's what I need to do, but I don't want to because I think the right way is to think about all my problems. And it never brings me down to a good place. It brings depression and worry. But what brings me to the right place? Because God is not done with you. He loves you and you may be going through something, but invite his presence so you can see where you're going. Because he's not going to leave you there. He didn't start this fight with you. He didn't start this life of faith with you to leave you in the pit. He didn't bring you there. He's got a place for you. So that's why we need to get his perspective. I love Psalms 46. Verse 1 says, God is my refuge and strength and ever-present help and trouble. And then it goes down all the way to verse 10 and says, be still and know that I'm God. Let me give you the backstory. of this. This is 2 Chronicles chapter 20. The armies are coming against Israel. 180,000 people are coming against Israel, about to attack Israel. And this is what God says, chill out. He tells Jehoshaphat, chill out. Be still, because hurry aggravates worry. And so he says, be still, knowing I'm God. And that's what they did. If you look in in chapter 20 of 2 Chronicles, what do they do? They fall to their knees and pray. 180,000 troops coming against them. They're outnumbered. And they fall to their knees. Be still and know. See, the problem is is that you don't have enough wisdom or knowledge. It's not about knowledge. It's about intimacy. It's about knowing God and being with him. So recognize his presence. In this time of Advent, time of recognizing Jesus, receiving Jesus, and expecting Jesus to come, be still and know that he's God and get into his presence. And the third thing he brings, he brings us ability to actually obey him. Before Jesus, we didn't have the real ability to obey him. But now we can obey God's principles. In the Psalms 119 says, Great peace have they who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. Amen. If we're honest, most of our stress comes from ignoring the principles of God. Amen. Doesn't it? Yep. Listen, I don't need a devil in my life. I can ruin my life myself. Amen. Right? And it's because I'm not obeying him. Obey him. Peace comes through obedience. And number four, when you start obeying him and you recognize his presence and you receive your identity, your pardon, then you can start trusting in his plan. Especially when it doesn't make sense. Like falling down and worshiping God in the midst of a war. Proverbs 3 says this, 
Verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and, and he will make your path straight. And I believe this is the number one pe- reason people don't enter into peace and worries because they try to figure everything out. Right. And some things, I'm going to be honest with you, you can't figure out. Nope. The Lord's been showing me a lot of things about 2022. I will be talking about this at the uh, beginning of the year. Um. And there's some radical, in fact, we have a new series called Radical because of this word. I like the word radical, right? And uh, I'm going to talk about radical devotion, radical purpose. And God wants to use you in a radical way, and that means a, a, a change to change. There's some change coming, amen? And, uh, and I love that because when I trust God's plan, no matter I don't understand it, it's going to be good. Yes. And it's going to be good for you. Amen. And you have to know that. That's why we trust him with all of our heart. And that's why, and it creates this kind of thing that Paul goes through in Philippians chapter 4. He says, I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether being well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or living in one. He says, listen, there's no worries. I want to I be there. That's the perfect peace. Because when I'm there, then he brings this. He provides. Number five, you can ask God for provision. Worry is the great destroyer of a peace of mind. But in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 in the Living Bible, says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answer. So, so tell him your needs and then begin to thank him before he's answered you. Because you can enter into faith then. And if you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than any human mind can understand. I'm telling you today, you have two options. You can panic or you can pray. You can worry or have peace. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. In who? Christ Jesus. Advent. Receive what he has. Receive your identity in him by the pardon that he gives you. Enter in to the the presence of God. You know, the presence of God is never meant to go in and out of you. It's supposed to stay in you. It's like he told Joshua, everywhere you go, I will be with you. Everywhere you go, he'll be with you. And then when we have his presence, we have the power to obey his principles and then to trust his plan and to receive his provision for us because we have nothing to worry about. Don't worry about anything, but trust in him. Amen? I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Father, right now, I just pray. A lot of us might have came in here this morning with worry. We're concerned. We're we're hurt. We didn't. We don't know what's what's going to happen. 
But Father, I just pray right now that you cause us to trust you, to accept the identity that you died for us to have as a son, daughter of God. That we know that your presence is there for us and it's powerful. And that's what brings even the peace of God. That we'll enter into it, Lord, and be able to obey your words. Whatever we need to do to be obedient. God, I thank you that you will show us right now what are things in our lives that we haven't been obedient to you in. God, we want to be obedient. So we can trust your plan and enter into that rest and that peace and not have to worry about anything because we know you are our provider in all things, not just finances, but relationships and hope and joy and whatever you have for us. We can trust you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And so I bless everyone right now in the name of Jesus that this season we won't be caught up by all the distractions but we would focus on Jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith that we would be expectant for him to move in our lives and we'll put our trust in him in Jesus name and we bless you Lord and we thank you for all that you're doing in Jesus name everybody said amen